16 minutes past 10 on SAFM. So you've probably heard, right, in the news this week uh, that the U.S., uh, I think FBI, they've charged eight Nigerians with stealing more than 100 million rand. That's about um, 7 million American dollars in Internet scams that originate here in your country our country in South Africa. They're accused of running these online romance scams uh, for at least 10 years, and they run them. They were running them from Cape Town. The men were arrested in South Africa on Tuesday and now facing extradition to the U.S. Uh, it's not new as scams like this have been running for many years. How can we, as members of the public, be more vigilant and, and not fall for such scams? And what is that one thing that should ring a bell for all of us to stay away you know, uh, let's talk to Professor Sylvia Papadopoulos, who is with the Department of Private Law and Acting Director of the Center for Intellectual Pro- Property and ICT Law at the University of uh, Pretoria, specializing in cyber law. Uh, good morning, uh, Prof. And perhaps that's the first thing to explain, uh, you know, about um cyber law uh what what uh is the right way to behave and uh when you get scammed what kind of rights if at all do you have good morning prof good morning um all right with with these scams at the heart of them they are fraud um it's just you know fraud is perpetrated in, in a number of different ways um with the romance scams um, obviously, fraud is a crime which has to be or which should be uh, reported to to the police, and it will then obviously be in, investigated. But I did um, hear you say a bit earlier that it was a hundred million uh, rand that the eight Nigerians have been arrested for. But worldwide, the figures are actually astronomical. There's recent reports of 400 million pounds, sure. which I, I can't even calculate. I can't calculate that rand. either. My phone won't be able to know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> no, There's not enough zeros. <laughs> So that's yes, about what well, that's what we know even I suppose the 400 million pounds around the world up to now is what we know there may be more that we don't know Absolutely I think um what makes romance scams quite uh difficult is that the victims often feel silly um or they feel um embarrassed Yes embarrassed about being caught out like that but they need to remember that they are the victims and that these perpetrators are, are very experienced in what they do. Do we know or have we heard or have we been given information on the modus operandi uh, that was that were used uh, by these ones, these ones that have been arrested? Do we know the kinds of things that they were doing or is it just classic romance? I love you, uh, you love me, help me out and I'll help you out kind of setup. Um, the internet romance scam is characterized by a number of things that, that people should really look out for. And the first one is that the, the, the new love interest is always far, far away. So a very distant um, 
person. It has to be yeah, a long-distance romance. It, it, it's definitely a long-distance romance. Um, they are not, according to their profiles and according to the chats, they are not in your country where you are, are living. Um, the other thing is, is, is to watch out for is a relationship that moves very fast. In other words, you get told that you are that you uh, that they love you, that they want to get married as soon as possible, in something that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable in, in a you know a very very short period of time. Um, there are always excuses why they cannot visit you, uh, why you cannot have physical interactions or or, or, or a visit or a face to face conversation um, something else which is quite simple to do if, if you feel that you you, you are um, engaging in someone who's, who's, who's too good to be true mm. is usually to have a look at the profile picture. now if you have a look at the profile pictures or any of the photos that are on the dating app or on the social media right click the photo paste it into a search engine such as Google and it will generally show you if that photo has been used somewhere else. And that is a sure sign that it is not a, a genuine profile and that you could be the next victim of a scam. Wow. Do they have target markets? Is there uh, other specific groups of women that, uh, uh, that, that they, they, they target uh, because perhaps they're more vulnerable? Uh, how, you know, how does it work? Um, yes, they definitely look for and, and, and skim through profiles looking for those that are lonely, those that um, appear to be... Um, looking for company, and research has shown that the most at-risk group is in the age group of 55 to 64. 55 to 64? 64. 64, yeah. And, and I suppose uh, economically they have to uh, be exhibiting signs of having uh, some money. I don't even know how you exhibit signs of having money, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming they scam because they know there's potential for you for them to get money from you. Yes. Um, look, I think they, they exploit a vulnerability that they sense in, in, in a person's profile. So if you're looking at that sort of age group, um, you know that it's, it's, it's a particularly difficult age group to meet new people. So if you are single, um, you know, there, there, there's not a lot of opportunity to meet other people. So they're more... Um, active perhaps on, on, on dating sites okay. or, or social groups. So um, their target market is largely dating apps as opposed to the normal social media space? I think you have a higher prevalence of it through a dating app, but it's not the only place that they will target. They will definitely look at social media um, and any kind of information that, that would get them to their, 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 their target. Someone who's looking a little bit lonely, who's looking for company. Um, that would be their, their, their target, yes. Please call. Have you been scammed? 
uh, through love. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm laughing from shock in my head, really. Uh, please call us on 0891 uh, or WhatsApp us on 614 uh, If you're maybe 55 and upwards and you felt a bit lonely in your life and uh, you ended up, because uh, I suppose to some extent everybody needs love, right? Everybody wants a place of softness, if you may, uh, you know, for, for some, a place to land on. And, and you ended up being uh, landing on uh, you didn't even really land because they find a way not to see you uh, but your heart landed with somebody who ended up scamming you out of uh, money. We're having a conversation with Professor Sylvia Papadopoulos. Uh, the trend the worldwide prof uh, because we spoke at the beginning uh, with it being estimated at around 400 million pounds globally the scamming. The trend worldwide is it similar to the trend that's just been exposed now this week in Cape Town with these eight Nigerians? Um, the details have not been released of, of, of the exact victims or, or how they were um, caught out yet. So we're not 100% sure how close to the, the general modus operandi it was. Um, yeah, the details have not been released as yet, but they probably have to still appear in court and, and answer to, to some of the charges put to them. And then we will get a clearer idea of, of the exact motive of the Andy. In South Africa, what kinds of laws do we have for, for, for cyber fraud, cyber scamming? Uh, what kind of laws are in place? Because I get that it's Nigerians who are running this ring, uh, but the probability exists that there are those who are doing something that is even smaller and that's not even directed at Americans because this one uh, got prominence because it was the FBI who came into the country and arrested these specific ones because they were targeting their citizens uh, in America. But what are rules in terms of cyber fraud and cyber scamming in our country? At the moment, it's treated as all other fraud cases. So online fraud, offline fraud is dealt with and prosecuted in terms of the crime of fraud. But we do have in the pipeline, we have the Cyber Crime Act number 19 of 2020. That still has to come into force. But it refers specifically to cyber fraud, and that is where a person unlawfully um, defrauds another person by making misrepresentations through various mediums. And then we also, in the Cyber Crimes Act, they have a, a, a crime known as cyber forgery or cyber uttering, and that is using false data um, and false pretenses to prejudice or, or, or to lure a, a victim. Now, both of these, once the act is in full force and effect, will attract um, quite hefty prison sentences. So they are a crime um, and, and they will be dealt with prison sentences. In terms of, uh, I don't know, uh, banks, um, and and how because I, I, I'm assuming banks are sort of involved uh, where where these uh, transaction pass through because I'm I'm thinking of the case of the uh, the Cape Town based businesswoman who approached a lawyer early this year I'm I'm sure you're aware of it for legal assistance after she was scammed of five million South African rands uh, in a, a romance scam and and she had gone to uh, to court uh, you know to try and recoup that money from both 
both uh, the state and a bank uh, because she felt hard done by. Uh, are there policies, whether in the banking system, outside of just the state, that you know try to make sure that they can mit- mitigate a potential scam uh, when they see that kind of thing happening? All right. Um, first of all, on on the romance scams, for example, um, the, the the criminals use or ask for very specific payment methods. So they will ask for things such as gift cards or airtime. Um, payment will be made into accounts that don't actually have the name of the 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 romance partner so they will be accounts that are for example in a, a business name for example or a trust or whatever the case may be so that it's not so, tracked yeah so it's not tracked and it's not directly linked to them on the bigger money scams where you are talking about large sums of five million rand and up even lesser amounts, what you usually find is that it's small amounts that are directed to a number of different accounts. And these organized groups have spent many years setting up the various bank accounts where this money has been sent to. Mm. And the minute it lands in those accounts, it's withdrawn as cash at an ATM. And once it is out of the banking system as cash, there is no way of tracing it, tracking it, or getting it back. Wow. We've got a voice note comment. Let's hear what somebody had to say. Good morning, good morning, KG. Uh, I'm driver here in Cape Town. Eh? So this morning, there is a guy who requested. He said, he, and then after I accepted the trip, he called me, said he bought some stuff from a friend. So when I go to the pickup, that friend of him, uh, he came with a laptop and a, and a printer. And then I asked him that, said, did you get paid for this? He said, yeah, I got a message. I said, let me see the message. So the message was fake. I said, say, I can't take this because actually you are being scammed. You are oh. being scammed. So let's just cancel the trip, call the guy, and he must make sure he give you the right payment. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, what tip would you give women, uh, the middle-aged, uh, the ones that are seemingly in this vulnerable uh, group, as we uh, round off our discussion, Prof, what tip would you give them? What 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 piece of advice, if at all, would you give them? I would say be careful of someone who is too perfect. Yeah. Have a look very carefully. And if the interests on the social media profiles, on the dating profiles, are exactly matched with your interests and your wants and likes. Be very, very wary and careful. Second of all, do the simple face check. Click on the profile picture, paste it into Google and do a search. If it pops up in a a variety of different places, it is definitely a fake. And then set up a face-to-face video call um, as soon as you can, before there are requests for money. Never, ever pay out money to someone you do not or you have never met face-to-face. Wow. Those are, are the major t- tips. 
Whew. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Prof. Thank you very much. Professor Sylvia Papadopoulos is with the Department of Private Law and Acting Director at the Center of Intellectual Property and ICT Law at the University of Pretoria. Did you hear that middle-aged woman? If he's too perfect to be true, he probably is scamming you. It's 10.32. It's time for the news headlines.